0: Hello, once again. Uh, this is Hollow Hall Hangouts. Um, my name is Edwin. I'm your host. And with me is Pam in the fabulous whereby machine. Mabuhay. Pam looks like a robot right now. Pam looks like a slideshow right now. But that's okay. As it's- long as her, her audio is good, I'm not going to worry about it. But... Expect pauses until (laughs) that might actually drop off here. Who knows? Who knows? Apparently her internet over there is not that great. great, So. I
1: can't tell if it's the internet or computer or both or neither. So I apologize in advance. I'm pretty sure Edwin is going to edit this
0: a lot. (laughs) She looks like, (laughs) she looks like how, she looks like a person I'm talking to in the Philippines. It kind of looks like that where things are just sort of shaky. And all of a sudden, like she stops, and then she she moves again, this is, and then this stops. This is
1: called the fil- the Filipino,
0: the Filipino it's a, filter, it's
1: authentically Filipino, the Filipino experience.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it looks, it looks, uh, it looks very uh, disconcerting in terms of tech technical issues. Um, so <laughs> we'll see what happens.
1: Well, right now, right now, Edwin. Right, right now, I everything is running fine on my end so hopefully it is in yours
0: it looks fine on my end in terms of sound so but not, anyway. not uh visual but that's okay okay so um
1: so edwin
0: yeah what's going on
1: you you own <laughs> <learned> something <laughs> <laughs> oh pam left <laughs> hold on off my camera so hopefully that'd be better okay
0: so pam just turned off her camera just to make things better okay i I can live with that
1: uh hopefully okay (laughs) yeah all right so edwin you found some something yes
0: okay so all right so (sighs) pam's gonna hate this but um i went (laughs) grocery shopping last saturday and i usually will go to like multiple places like i'll go to aldi's i might make a stop to costco if i need something or target if i need something so in this trip, I went to Aldi's and I also went to, no, I think I just went to Aldi's. Yeah, I went to Aldi's this day and I came back and I noticed that there was a new Oriental store or like an Asian store, right? Called 109 Oriental Market. So I decided to stop in there. And it literally is maybe not even five minutes away from my house, it's just right there. And I went in and lo and behold to my surprise there was a ton of filipino stuff in there we're talking about all the sauces right they even had like the calamansi uh, the calamansi uh soy sauce that i i always get they have the they have the silver swan and the laureate soy sauces right and they also had uh, magnolia ice cream everywhere. They had shupau everywhere. They had um, langonisa, tocino, all of that stuff. They even had, like, milkfish, right? Bangus. They just had, uh, like, red snapper. Oh, yeah. They had, they had like, all the mamacita whatever's. If you don't know how to cook Filipino, get the mamacita stuff, right? That's the. They had a ton of that. They had, like, Lumpia. <laughs> they had, like, I, it, it was like, is this a Filipino store that I just didn't know about? Like, this just completely dropped off my radar. So I was asking, I was asking the guy who was ringing me out. I was like, who owns this place? Like, is this like a Filipino family owning this place? It's not. It's like a Cambodian Uh, a Cambodian slash, uh, Hmong, I think. I'm not quite sure. Like, it's like two different Cambodian and another ethnic background they own it but what they did was they went to the like the like the asian cultural areas and just started asking questions like what would you guys want to see um in the you know in the store like what do you guys what are the things that you guys want to, want us to get right they were just doing a lot of like marketing stuff they used to be actually closer to me on university avenue and they weren't even And they moved to this building, so they've been well-established already. They were just looking for a bigger place, Um, and they found it. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, so I'm complete. There is a, you know, there's an Asian store that serves a crap ton of Filipino products in my neighborhood. (laughs) Life is grand. (laughs) So, you know, it's on my way to, like, the normal markets that I usually go to to get Get groceries, so it's it's a double plus. Just stop by, get whatever I need. I spent too much money there that I wasn't actually expecting to spend. As <laughs> so, as you do, <laughs> as you do. Um. So yeah. So that's my story. Uh, Pat, what's going on with you? It's kind of weird seeing a pee.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not much. I mean, I've I'm currently working on going back to school. Um, yay. to pursue my bs in accounting yay um, it's gonna be the old cu- culture shock for me not the filipino culture shock it's the whole i'm in my 30s and i'm going i'm becoming a student which is you know not something that you that i would ever plan out you know in my lifetime but there's nothing wrong with going back to school oh, no. regardless of how old you are
0: you know um, I, I went back I, to, I went back, back to school because I do
1: want to pursue it yeah I mean I do, I, I do want to go back to school to pursue a uh, better career
0: yeah I went back to school in my 30s you know which was it was a little weird but I realized that I wasn't the only one in my 30s that went back to school which was quite nice there was even people older than I was so going back to school hey people who are listening to this podcast if you want to go back to school go back to school you know it's it is a uh, I you know it's never too late to go back to school. There, that's my PSA. Yeah, yep. yep. And
1: in a in a future episode, we can we can talk about like just the differences in schooling systems in mm-hmm. depth. I think we covered like a little bit on the elementary school side, sure. Very yep. much on the high school or the college mm-hmm. level, but uh, this episode we're actually cons- uh, being a little bit more fun. Yeah. School hasn't started, so I'm not gonna turn <laughs> this episode into a serious one just yet. Um, this, I think this episode, this is more, uh, more of an entertainment,
0: uh, episode. So Uh, shall
1: we get delve into our topic?
0: Hold on one second here. Um, (laughs) I'm in the wrong, ah, you know, okay, there it is. Okay. So, um, yeah, let's just get into it. Uh, we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. So I'm going to play this. okay, what's what's the first item up for bids?
1: <laughs> okay, so not too long ago, the great Taylor Swift
0: the great graced Taylor
1: Swift. us with her presence. the great Taylor Swift. I mean, the tickets were were like
0: a lot. as much
1: as a pinky <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh, my my right side of my leg, my right leg
1: my I mean
0: was pretty much it. I'm
1: a casual fan of hers. I'm not a diehard fan, but yeah. like, but like my boyfriend was like, I would so totally go if the tickets were so high. And I was like, that's exactly why I didn't want to go. Yeah. Um, we we went to a Willie Nelson concert in Wisconsin, which was much <laughs> cheaper. Um, but wow. like, um, I, had, I, don't, I don't remember the day, but my boyfriend and I were just going someplace and we had NPR uh playing on the radio um, they were talking about taylor swift but why she is unable to perform in the philippines which is odd timing so i got curious so they were talking about how in the philippines there really is isn't like a main or a huge concert venue not because minnesota we have what the u.s bank we got excel yeah we got target We got all these big buildings that it's made for, you know, huge crowds, huge (sighs) events. Philippines, um, they're not as flexible as here. In fact, I only think that there's only one venue. Yeah, and that was one. That was the one where Bruno Mars performed.
0: Oh, when did he perform? I don't remember. I don't remember when he performed. 2000,
1: like, like 10 years ago.
0: Something like that.
1: It was like when he was on his prime. Like he was dropping down hit, he's still dropping hit uh, hits. And he were if he were to stop by in Minnesota, I wouldn't mind going to his concert.
0: Ooh, if the tickets weren't as
1: expensive as Taylor Swift, Bruno Mars. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, in a heartbeat. I was actually quite bummed. I went to Vegas and he wasn't. Oh. There wasn't any. <laughs> there wasn't any shows playing for Bruno Mars. I was a little sad. But then I would. I. Here's the thing. I kind of wish I went to the Vegas like a year before that because that's when Silk Sonic was playing, which was his group with Anderson .Paak, and I would um, love to see that. That would have been like, you know, let's sell some things. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that would that would have been mine.
1: So Edwin, Edwin did a Edwin did a little research yep. before we recorded on the on the venue. What's so? What's the venue called?
0: So okay, so the one that Bruno Mars. I think um, performed in was the Philippine Arena. In the Philippine Arena, um, according to this, all right, and I don't know if this is actually quite right, but the Philippine Arena is the largest, is the world's largest indoor arena. It is a multi purpose indoor arena with a maximum scene capacity of 55,000 at Ciudad de Victoria. I don't know if it's the world's largest indoor arena, or I, I'm not quite sure if that's correct because I know that US Bank. Kind of holds more people at like sixty-six thousand. Yeah. So I am right. quite a question. That. Anyways, um, this is in uh, Ciudad de Victoria in uh, in Bulacan, and the thing is, is that it's it's in the it's it's owned by the New Era University, which is Iglesia ni Cristo, right? Church of Christ. Um, if you go to the Philippines, you'll see their buildings mm. everywhere. They're like next to the Catholic Church. That's like their buildings are like prominent um and they all look the same too as a side note um and they're the one who owns this state um and it was built back in 2011 but in terms of a concert venue it's 55,000 okay the u.s bank where i think that's where taylor swift performed here in the in the city in the twin cities holds 66,000 to 73,000 give or take whatever the heck the configuration is um so, that's, I don't, I mean, in terms of, like, why she couldn't perform in the, in Manila, I think there certainly is a venue. If if Bruno or Mars goes to the Philippines, of course it's going to be a sold-out show, okay? I mean. It will be. It will yep. be, right? Taylor Swift, of course it's going to be a sold-out show. I don't know, I was actually thinking about this while, when, when, Angel, when, when Pam was talking about this before the show started. I sort of believe, yeah, it might be infrastructure or something like that. But now I'm not quite so sure. <laughs> I'm, I, I honestly, I'm not quite so sure.
1: I believe NPR. they couldn't really name one main reason why she's not able to perform in the Philippines. They did, I think they stated that there is just not a safe enough infrastructure to meet the demands of the crowd that sh- her concert would attract. Cause I'm just envisioning if it, if she were to perform like somewhere, ugh, in Manila, in- people will have no choice but to either walk there because that in itself, like Manila, is already a trap, tra- uh, a traffic I'm, headache.
0: My thing is that if Bruno Vars can do it, I don't see why Taylor Swift couldn't do it. Yeah, in terms of like logistics and infrastructure. I'm guessing
1: it's a. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it could be a scheduling thing too. It could you be may not have and- to deal with the infrastructure.
0: And, he- and here's the other thing, right? Iglesia ni Cristo, right? The You know church of christ over there can say yay or nay for whatever thing that happens in their own arena right it's their house essentially right so they can actually say no we don't want that because it doesn't fit our whatever right or yay you know like sure that sounds like something you know that we would we would love to have you know come on in you know so i don't know if even that has anything to do with it um but yet again, I mean, gosh, we I mean, were talking about Bruno Mars here. Like, if he if he can perform there, I don't see why not. That <laughs> they would say no, like Taylor Swift, I don't know. And that's my, you know, maybe since I don't know, Bruno Mars is partly Filipino. Maybe there was a thing, you know. I don't know. I don't know. This is all I'm speculation. Not,
1: I'm not sure because I know Taylor Swift is a very hot topic everywhere, everywhere yeah. in the world, everywhere. In the world, people want to see her. <laughs> well, um,
0: last night, he was she was performing in Atlanta, right? She was performing in at Atlanta, okay. Georgia, in um, in Fulton County. Guess what else was happening at Fulton County last night? Right, that whole you know Trump indictment thing happened last night during the oh, same yeah. time, and they could see crowds going through near the near the the courthouse, and it was a Taylor Swift concert that was about to go. <laughs> so. I mean two things were happening over there in Georgia and but can you
1: really <laughs> but can you really compare the two when if the same thing were to happen in the Philippines though? Uh, no. See, that's the thing. I don't know. See with the Philippines, it's going to be added because if anything dealing with that, yeah. You know that people with guns are going to be all over. Yeah,
0: but there's always people. I mean, okay, here's the thing. So it's not only rumors that's that's performed in the Philippines. Right? I mean, there's a lot of American acts that go through the Philippines and through Manila. You know, um, for instance, right? Remember Black Eyed Peas? The Black Eyed Peas? Remember that group? Went through Manila all the time. (laughs) All the time. Right? And they were a pretty big hit back in the day. Um, Boys to Men always made it a point to go to to Manila. Right? Back in the day. So, again, I don't know. I don't know exactly what she's looking for or her her group is looking for. So...
1: So so based on the NPR article that I was able to, uh, to see on that was posted on July 21st, mm-hmm. there's a quote that says many disappointed Swifties NPR spoke with bemoaned the Philippines' lack of money to afford Swift shows as well as the lack of concert infrastructure, namely a stadium big enough to cater to her.
0: <laughs> so what to basically what they're that. saying
1: is that not only can artists fees be a huge expense, but the Philippines only conveniently located stadiums. Well, this is what NPR says, because can also only hold about 12,000 people.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So
1: (laughs) we have I honestly think that we have a conflict of information because NPR saying, oh, there's only stadiums that can hold up to 12,000. But clearly there is one, but it's not in Manila. I don't think
0: it's near Manila. It's on. I mean, it's in Bulacan, right, which is near Manila, you know, and i don't know i'm beginning to think i'm just sort of beginning to think that either they didn't try hard enough to find a place or um, or just didn't ask around or i don't know it's just one of those things where it's starting to sound really like uh, i hate to say it i just feel like that maybe taylor swift just didn't want to go didn't
1: want to perform there yeah which because is which is totally like her she thing did perform it's fine there before in 2014.
0: well then that's the in there you know like if you can perform there in 2014 you know and and you sort of know how to do it and it's not like it's not like you know she couldn't like call a place and say hey I'm, I'm thinking about going to the philippines to perform what what do you suggest as a venue you know in in and around manila you know it's just one of those things where it's like someone please you know like it's I don't know if that's a good excuse anymore. I just don't know. Yeah, you know, again, what, if she's the not. Artist give... didn't feel like going. No, like because of infrastructure, she couldn't find a stadium, you know, or a, a big enough venue. I don't think that's an excuse anymore. Again, it's like you—you're not the first person that's like a major star that goes through the Philippines and actually does a concert, you know.
1: Well, what about <laughs> what about the part on just the Philippines just not able to afford her?
0: That's a choice. That to me is a choice. Yeah. You know.
1: On. On the her, Philippines part? No, on
0: her part, because who sets the ticket price, right? True. I mean, I don't think there's Ticketmaster in the Philippines. You know what I mean? Correct. Like...
1: And it is it is true that the artists do have power over over the prices. The, the Cure performed here. Yeah. And the tickets were a heck of a lot more affordable than Taylor's. Yeah. Because the singer Robert Smith made it so. Yeah. He made it so, so that if his fans can afford the tickets, They could afford the merch and they could afford to be there
0: yeah so i mean to me it's like if if cost is always a choice based on you know based on the the people who are performing right based on how much it's going to cost and there's a lot of like you know math and logistics and all this other stuff counting right that happens based you know how much you afford. right you're either going to take a loss or you're going to take a game right And and taylor swift you know
1: is really playing the diva card hard here it's because it she be. knows she's a brand
0: yeah and the thing is
1: and she knows that her fans are willing to pay
0: yeah and and here's the thing right when boys and men went to the philippines when black eyepiece went to the when Bruno Mars went to the philippines guess what sold out shows right so it's not i don't i mean i can't take it as an excuse like i just i don't think it's you know if you really want to play the philippines you're going to find a way to play in the philippines you know it's just
1: so you're saying taylor <sighs> didn't want to
0: I don't think she just... I don't think she wanted I won't, to. I'm not... Quite honestly. And it's fine. If she doesn't want to play the Philippines, it's totally up to her, right? You can't hit every 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 place, right? It's fine. But yeah. don't make the excuse. <laughs> right? Just don't. Right. You know, I,
1: um, I she... mean, I don't know how Taylor Swift feels about the Philippines. I mean, she could keep her emotions to herself or not. Whatever. Yeah, she
0: could write a song about it. I don't know.
1: But I mean... <laughs> but this NPR article Mm -hmm. and and the radio show did say that the filipinos over there they're not mad at her because (laughs) they well what i they they actually have like a very famous like taylor swift impersonator
0: yes
1: (laughs) it's so so this person's name is taylor sheesh he is a drag persona his real name is mac cornell he's 28 He's from Manila.
0: Oh my gosh. Love the and Philippines. <laughs> this is such a Filipino thing to do. I
1: mean <laughs> I mean if you look at it and I'm like, okay, well, you're not you don't exactly look like, you know, Taylor Swift, but they I mean, he's got the wig, he's got the makeup, he's got the clothes. Like I could see him totally pulling it off.
0: Oh my gosh. Yep. I'm seeing a picture of, of, of I'm seeing a picture of this person right now. Oh my gosh. Yep. yep. I can I can see it.
1: And so, yeah, and so this impersonator is is keeping the whole Taylor Swift wave alive. And he's touring around and the Filipinos are like, "You know what? This is good too."
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like I would go see it. If I was in the Philippines and, you know, because it looks like she likes to play malls. This person likes to play malls, right? Um, I'd definitely yeah. stop and watch. Are you kidding me? I think, that'd be, I think that'd be great. Um, person goes to Cebu City all the time, apparently. Oh, I'll go. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's that's great. I mean, there's an alternative to it, you know, and keeping it alive. That's great you know it's if the Philipp, if the if the fans in the philippines guess, isn't mad at terry swift that's you know that's, that's great you know
1: and if you think about it just if you just think about you know i mean if you think about it if if someone were to you know skip a major us city for whatever reason there would be much hullabaloo on like social media like i can't yeah. believe they they skipped my town how dare they or i'm going <laughs> to boycott their
0: yeah but that's the internet their product or whatever <laughs> yeah that's the internet
1: well i honestly i honestly think that that's the american way because yeah, us americans true. we want it here we yeah. want it now as long as we're willing to pay for it we expect it to be to, be to happen. in the philippines though it's
0: fine Apparently they're we fine.
1: kind of have this like okay like they like i think as filipinos they know that not everything happens their way
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you know we'll live yeah i honestly think that that is like a filipino and, way of
0: thinking yeah and Cause... the thing is we've been how long how long has the philippines been a like a place where nobody went to right like none of the uh. you know none of the american acts would come here come to the philippines right but you know it's always been like uh you know maybe we'll go maybe we won't go right and the people who went the philippines absolutely love like i remember the only way that The only reason why my parents, you know, you know, my parents when you know, when I was growing up, you know, they would say, you know, like Air Supply went to the Philippines and the Beatles went to the Philippines and, you know, the, what was it? Like all these other groups that my parents listened to, you know, they went to the Philippines and they got to, and that's how my dad sort of like, like got introduced to like American music, you know, Mm -hmm. and (laughs) it's, it's one of those things where it's great, but. Again, the Filipinos, I think, it's, it's it's a-okay if they don't show up. But it's great when they show up. And even like Minneapolis, how long has Minneapolis been sort of like flyover country for, for major acts? <laughs> you know? True. So... I
1: mean, if you think about it, like, even if you... I don't know, like, I think with high-end celebrities like Taylor, Beyonce just the top artists or whatever whenever they'd say oh we're gonna tour asia they always go to the continent yeah. japan
0: they go to korea, japan
1: mm-hmm. china all of china
0: yeah. <laughs> go to Hong kong singapore japan south you know south korea and seoul you know it's all this other all these other you know like i guess you would call it like you know like first world nations quote unquote countries. yeah the well-developed or, yeah, countries there, there instead of the yeah, developing the countries you know and you know it, i always have more for me you know i always have more respect for for artists who go to sort of like you know these other countries that normally nobody goes to like big x will go to i mean that's um you know, people. You know, people who will go to like Jakarta or India or or um, you know, Sri Lanka. Yeah, or Sri Lanka, or you know, people who went to you know they go to Slovakia in Europe or whatever. You know, it's like that. And I always have because it's it, it literally it it feels like they don't they're not more they're more worried about pleasing their fans right or getting. Right. More internationally known than you know the person who would you know who's who's more there because you know like they know they can get like sold out shows, and I, rem- yeah. I remember I remember my dad one time told me that that he couldn't afford to go to Manila you know when like Air Supply which is one of his favorite bands you know went to Manila and he couldn't go but he still had more respect for them because they went to Manila and they went to the philippines and everybody loves them in the philippines in fact you can't go to a to a karaoke bar without someone singing all you know all you know uh was all out of love (laughs) right it's just a staple in every karaoke venue in in the philippines you know and she was much more he was so happy that you know my dad and I and my mom went to an Air Supply concert over in Mystic Lake, and they just absolutely loved it, right? And my dad was like, that's why my dad told me, he's like, he tried to go see them in the, you know, in the Philippines when he was younger, you know, and, but he finally got to see, see them. And that was like, you know, all these like really, you know, you know, those acts way back when, they would go to the Philippines and they would get known. The Carpenters did it. Now the Carpenters is basically royalty in the Philippines, <laughs> you know? Oh, Nice. Yeah.
1: So, like, I don't know. With that, said, I mean, how does this? Does this make you? How does this make you feel, Edwin? Like, as a non-Swifty, I. Think, I
0: you know, I could care. Like, I could care make less you either way. Kind of feel, kind of angst. No. Oh, okay. Never mind. No, I, I'm not a Swifty, right? I, I, I don't remember the last time I actually listened to a, the Taylor, Taylor Swift song. I don't, you know, I'm just not into it, you know. Oh. Um, right. If I won, if I won tickets okay. to a Taylor Swift concert, you know, I'd be like, you know, I'd probably see if I could sell it somewhere because I just wouldn't be interested in going to that concert, right? Let alone I'm not really into like big venue concerts anymore. But um but that's fine, right? Nobody, I mean, there's a lot of musical groups that I like that a lot of people don't like, and that's fine. Absolutely fine, right? Um but yeah. I could care either way. I mean, if I would probably care more, um I would probably care more if you know that if, like, let's say the you know the Filipino fans of Taylor Swift, the Filipino Taylor Swifties in the in the Philippines were absolutely angry about it because of something that she did. I'd be a little upset about that, right? But if they're absolutely happy yeah. and you know. You know, and and whatever the excuse is that she just doesn't want to go to the Philippines, or maybe it is a you know the, you know she couldn't find a venue or something happened that we don't know. That's absolutely fine too. I'm nobody should be forced to play a venue or a country that they just don't want to do. Right? I don't like that's right. fine. Right? It's just you know don't expect don't expect the people to to be happy about it. Right? It's a it's a risk, and you know that's it doesn't really affect me either way because you know I'm not Taylor Swift. <laughs> so. I don't think it's gonna.
1: I don't think I don't think it's going to affect Taylor either.
0: No. She sells a billion so, records I mean, and you know. This is I
1: mean, this is it it this this is part of the territory yeah. of being, you know, such a hot, you know, hot item yep. in the entertainment industry. So, unfortunately, she does have that power. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, "Nah, I won't play, play here, but I will play here and then and then <laughs> She can dictate on how expensive the tickets are, the merch, yeah. all that jazz.
0: It's totally a business. And and she can, and that's the thing. It's a business, it is. and that's the thing about people tend to forget about anywhere you go. If it's a small venue or a large venue or whatever, it doesn't matter what band you're gonna go see. It doesn't matter what you know what act, right? It all comes down right. to money and business because that's how bands survive, right? That's why. Ticketmaster is such right. a, a big deal because a lot of a lot of um, acts, if they play a certain venue, they have to deal with Ticketmaster, right? And they have no choice yeah. but to, you know, to genuflect in front of them and 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 eat the cost of whatever whatever the the price price of the ticket is, right? Because they can only go so low right. before it becomes unfeasible for them to actually play, because they still have to play the pay the crew right? The, the roadies, yep. the technicians, yep. the sound. It's a big production. And if they can't afford that, then they can't afford it and they won't play it. Right? It's the same thing that, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go, you know, fix someone's, you know, fix someone's computer, right? Where if I can't, I'm not going to go over and fix right. someone's computer if they know they can't afford me. I can do it pro bono but that would be my choice right right but then that's that's to be expected upon me knowing that i won't get paid for it you know yeah which i've done done multiple right. times for people uh, <laughs> 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 so but,
1: you know another thing that i want to say about this whole taylor swift not going there but the filipinos are okay with this impersonator i
0: think that's cool
1: (laughs) it is it is i was about to say especially in this environment we are right now regarding of you know trans rights in the u.s and how there's a lot of controversy behind drag queens here filipinos they they, don't they're like it's part of it's part part of of the, the
0: culture it's
1: part of the entertainment yeah it's fun
0: no as long as i can remember in the philippines there's always there's always there's always there was even in my own you know my own town that i I grew up in you know there was an lgbtq person and everybody was a-okay with it or at least seemed like everybody's okay -okay with it you know
1: um (laughs) there is i honestly think that and i think we touched on it on a different episode too but i honestly think that the filipinos do give more representation in the media regarding of
0: LGBTQ. drag queens yeah. lgbt's oh yeah um oh yeah
1: and <laughs> but there is still that animosity yeah. against them
0: but you, uh, you you turn on gma so or not, you know or or abscbn you know and they're like variety shows chances are there's gonna be a you know, you know a drag queen or lgbtq represented there <laughs> i always remember that
1: yeah and i think i i like how the filipinos give them more visibility yeah. um now that's not to say that lgbtqs are safer in the philippines i don't think they are No, i don't
0: think so um
1: but i wish that i could see that here in the u.s
0: yeah look at this i'm watching i'm seeing this taylor Sheesh concert right a picture of this it's like
1: Oh, uh, did you just look them up on youtube or something i'm
0: i just looked them up on uh you know just googled this person and looking at the the shows, it's like a packed house in malls. <laughs> That's insane. Wow. <laughs> like even like the second floor, you know, I don't see like the third floors or whatever, but like there's people like crowding around on the second floor and there's just a just a sea of people in the mall. Oh yeah, this. this
1: impersonator, like he's professional. Like he will go to different entertainment venues and will perform for mm-hmm. the crowd. And it's it's always a packed house yeah that's <laughs> insane i think that's cool yeah. i think the well not only not only is it is it the impersonator it's also just the attitude mm-hmm. behind it yeah because there are people singing along to taylor swift they're dancing along with them <laughs> i think it's just the point that everyone's there to have a good time enjoy the music yeah not really caring Oops. that taylor swift is that it's, that's not the real taylor not swift. really
0: taylor swift yeah They like the music, right? Who doesn't like live music? Right. That's awesome. Okay, so...
1: I wonder... I wonder, is this... Is this the modern day version of, like, an Elvis Presley in Vegas? Probably.
0: I mean... (laughs) Probably. Probably. I mean... I mean, what, I mean, Elvis and the are, you know, they're, they're, they're still a thing, I believe. I mean, <laughs> I remember I seen, I'm still seeing them over in Vegas last time I went there. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, granted, it's, it's a bit different because Elvis Presley is dead. Yeah. And Taylor Swift is still alive.
0: Yeah. But you don't think,
1: I mean, but still, I mean, yeah. people don't care that, you know, it's not the real thing. It's yeah. just the whole, uh, the um kind of living the dream
0: mm-hmm. let's say okay being there with your celebrity yeah. yeah all right so we're gonna okay we're gonna move how,
1: on how long are we in this how long are we in the recording
0: <laughs> hold on three two one go
1: speaking of entertainers <laughs> i heard that there's another entertainer that's coming here in to minnesota that is a filipino and i think he's the most well-known Filipino here in the U.S. At least the yeah. comedian Joe Coy. He's stopping by October six. I got the tickets, and I'm dragging my boyfriend with me. <laughs> um,
0: did you say like the most and so the uh, most well-known, well-known Filipino comedian?
1: Comedian, sorry. Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay, because <laughs> I'm like, uh, I think there's more. And, but anyways,
1: <laughs> I, know, I know there's more, but um, but a piece of it uh highlight that he there was an interview from the from variety yep that mentions that he just landed himself two new netflix specials yeah and i was like wow i mean he he he's been pretty active lately i mean not too long ago he he was what was that movie called easter sunday
0: yeah was he, it last year he
1: i think he wrote produced it and starred in it um, yeah unfortunately i don't think it did very well
0: <laughs> i don't think so it, but, i didn't um, i didn't see it of course i haven't i haven't been with theater in ages so i'm not <laughs>
1: like they say that i mean it, it did highlight a lot of filipino stuff but it wasn't really that funny yeah. like
0: the jokes were very subpar really um wow even has dante basco in there well Come that's on. what i'm
1: hearing i <laughs> yeah i i i don't know but i honestly think that he's very well with stand-up comedy yeah. um I do know that he also has an autobiography book out there. Um, but, you know, I honestly think that he is very good with stand-up. Yeah. And the stuff that he talks about, especially about, like, his mom. Mm-hmm. How she reacts and how he grew up and with, you know, having a Filipino mom and such. I'm like, oh, this is so relatable. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts. And that might be, I, I mean. Can't help but laugh at it.
0: It might be that's the thing. Like, he's so relatable to Filipinos or that kind of culture right like a lot of like extended family cultures i'm not quite sure if he lands the jokes with like like you know like a typical like american culture uh, you know what i mean like it's very uh, what I, do you mean by that it might like you know like you know i just remember like you know talking about like how you know i know he makes like like jokes about and comments on like you know like You know, you're either, you know, your parents are either, you know, trying to get you to be a a doctor or, you know, or you're, you're, if you're here from the Philippines, chances are you're a nurse, right? Um, that whole deal. yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that, I don't think that actually, that doesn't land nearly as well like in a typical, like, like. You know, person who was born in in the United States that wasn't from a Filipino and or like a, like an Asian family. You know, but it definitely lands with the Filipinos because yeah. that's the that's the that's the that's like a stereotype that he's playing on, right? Um, so it's it's always one of those things where where my my friends know Joe koi but you know, it's kind of one of those things where I don't think they think he's as funny as other comedians are, and I think it's probably because you know. It's such a, you know. They're not Filipino. They're not Filipino. Filipinos will freaking get the jokes real quick, right? Because, you know, it's, we know it, right? You know, because it's like, he's talking about, like, how we grew up. He's talking about, like, you know, like, the stereotypes that we, that we, that we see, you know, in the culture. You know, it's, it's that sort of thing. But I don't think, you know, nobody's going to get, like, you know, like, you know, big families on Easter. And, you know, you have, you know, Easter, you know, like. Like Christmas is like you know, like is like two months versus, you know, like a week, you know. <laughs> it's that sort of thing. Right. So it's I you know, I think he's funny, definitely. Um I've seen all his his, his you know, his stand ups on Netflix. Which is funny. He it's it's almost like he saw he did he sign like a big contract with, with Netflix or something? Because it's like all of his shows seems to be on Netflix. I think he did. Yeah. I think he did. <laughs> And hey, I mean, job
1: security for him, right? That's I mean, right. That's
0: good. I mean, yeah, he's good one for of those, him. Yeah. He's one of those, you know, he's one of those that's just stand yeah, up so comedians, um, with, you know, in the Philippine crowd.
1: So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that there was there's going to be a, there's going to be a future episode of me geeking out over <laughs> him, him performing at Target Center. When is that supposed um, to
0: happen? Do you know?
1: So well, October 6th is October when 6th. the show is. Right. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be an October episode. Right, cool and we'll see we'll see the problem with this is that he he had such like when he came out with his first netflix special mm-hmm. it was fresh yeah. so he was talking about him how his mom raised him and you know he did the whole vix thing yeah
0: um and of
1: course to us filipinos i'm like whoa he's actually talking about stuff that i can relate to yeah i know i've been there you yep. and he keeps on you know with every special there's something new and mm-hmm. it's still i find him funny it's just that when with this with more specials he's coming out makes me wonder if he's ever going to just run dry
0: with material you know there was a there was another comedian here in the in minnesota actually that was talking about that like um i forgot his name was like barill I think his name was. um He's a local here in in Minnesota, and he was talking about he would go to like Acme Comedy Club or the Laugh Factory or these other like well-known venues, and you'd see like some of these like old, you know, these these people like seasoned comedians would go through there, and he says that a lot of them just would like rehash like the same joke to a different crowd, like you know. Yeah, he's always afraid that he's always looking for new things um to talk about in his stand-up acts so he'll travel to places that that may or not may or may not be like you know that that will land in his that will land his jokes will land you know just because it's a different crowd yeah but then he'll make a joke out of that to a different place (laughs) you know it's like what was it one time he went he just got he recently came back from uh from florida right and he was saying oh my joke book filled up real quick when i was in florida and (laughs) you know and he would try it out in different venues and you know and and tweak it a little bit and that sort of thing and but he sees a lot of these like other other like stand-up comedians that don't really have new jokes to talk you know to, to 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 tell people and but you know it's it is a hard thing to do i mean was it uh sign jerry seinfeld had like index you know like index files full of jokes and because he was also like you know he's always thinking about new material and if joe koi can do it you know i'm sure he's always thinking about new jokes new uh you know new material in his travels or even like you know like whatever you know his kids might say or or you know i don't know if any you know Talk about his other relatives, or even just the Filipino cu- culture in general. I mean, it's. I think there's a lot of material that he can probably work with, and I'm not really afraid that he he he'll he'll run out. You know, he seems to be he seems to be with it, and he seems to be very. You know, he seems to be um there enough that he's he is um well aware of that. If that makes any sense.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, time will tell. Eventually, like whether fuel continue to rise or will slowly sink. Um, I, I am quite sad that the Easter Sunday movie didn't do as well. um
0: uh, Yeah, I'd have to see it just to but see. that could just sense. be the bias to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to see it i'm is it on Netflix? I'm I'm guessing it's on Netflix. Right. Yeah. So I. Um, to see I'm it. not
1: sure. I mean, it was released a year, two years ago. Sure. Oh, 2022.
0: Yeah. So. Got to yeah. be out somewhere. I haven't. Right?
1: I have yet to watch it too. So. Yeah
0: yeah cool we'll have fun with that um gee i mean i i already, i was i mean they yeah, were so announcing stay tuned <laughs> yeah he, he was they were announcing his uh he coming to the to uh to the twin Cities. like what like beginning of the year or something so it was... um
1: it was like he was gonna come and then it got rescheduled oh sure and then i don't know my boyfriend was the one that said oh hey joe is coming to blah 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 and i'm like Bye. thanks i already got the tickets you're coming with
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice all right, so we got one more thing to talk about here in this entertainment-filled uh, <laughs> filled episode. I was introduced by Angela's friend that there was a show on Amazon or Amazon's free version called Freebie called Almost Paradise. And he was, she was telling my, you know, Angela was telling me that, you know, it's like apparently it, it, it's, it's, Taking place in the Philippines with Filipino actors. And so I gave it a shot, looked at it, and oh my gosh, if anybody's ever watched Burn Notice or Leverage or these other sort of like just doesn't take themselves seriously um shows where you know where the protagonist is you know has like a certain ailment or has like a certain situation they have to go through that's kind of you know that's kind of like um you know like in burn nose the guy is burned you know by the by the cia you know so he has to he's stuck in he's stuck in the in miami right and finds friends he finds old friends to do certain jobs well, it's kind of like that. Like, this guy and is in Maktan, uh, Cebu, which I've been to. I It was insane to me, like, look, watching the show, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I know exactly where that is. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, I know. You know, they're talking about, like, a local channel, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've been there. I've swam there. You know, it's like that. Um, it's It was just a little bit of a trip for me because, you know, Cebu is, you know, where we're... Part of my family came from Maktan is like you know you know like the the um you know the provincial center of uh, of Cebu um, and so watching the show was just like was like I could tell like where they staged things where they actually used the real place. Um, just to just to brief, um, the person who played that brute guy in the librarian, he also plays the brute guy in *Leverage*. Um, I forgot his name. Ugh. Guy's name um you're alone uh, there i'm sorry i I never watched watched that show i'm pulling up right now uh christian kane uh he's from leverage he's also from uh he's also from the librarians uh and he's in this and here's the thing a lot of filipino actors like well like known filipino actors are also in this show so they're not like you know it's not like you know like like a mexican dude coming to the philippines acting all filipino they're actually using filipino actors and i'm really i'm really glad they did that because a lot of these people are very good i've seen them in in other movies like arthur acuna is in a ton of movies um i wasn't quite sure who samantha rochelle was um but apparently she's in she's fairly new to to, uh, I haven't seen. I don't think I've ever seen her in any other movies. Um, there's another. Um, there's other uh, people in this show that uh, uh, that are in other Filipino movies. Like a lot of like Cinema One actors are in this. Uh, there's mm-hmm. the person who played Arthur Cuna was in. Henry um, Luna is also the the guy who plays the um, the chief uh, the police chief. He was also in Henry Luna um like a lot of these people are just like oh my gosh like like these people are like well-known filipino actors in the philippines and they're in a a u.s show (laughs) you know and it's good like it's actually good it's fun to watch like it's just you know it's not taking itself seriously there is always like a like an issue of the day kind of thing, and then there's like an arc. There's a you know like a like an arcing story, um, and a lot of places that I recognize. One of the places, the place that uh, um, the main character's gift shop is is uh, is in a hotel called Paradise. It's the Shangri-La Hotel. Don't don't you know? It's it's the Shangri-La Hotel in, in Macdon. <laughs> I've been there, and that is a beautiful, beautiful place. That's where a lot of like hmm. was like the Miss Universe pageants happen. You know, they the Miss Universe pageants usually happen. It sometimes happens. I should usually, but sometimes it happens like in Cebu and Maktan. That's where all the contestants stay, and that's where like a lot of the photo shoots happen. Is in is in the Paradise Hotel area. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's just a. It's just a gorgeous hotel. It's a, it's a grand hotel. I think I don't know. Uh it's still there and it's it's right next to the ocean. And it's expensive to stay oh, there nice. because it's a five-star hotel. Um and you know, it's just it was just weird seeing it on the show and seeing like the lobby lobby area and stuff and um you know, Longo Channel. I know it's a very, you know, Longo Channel is a very um it's a like scuba diving, you know. People go there scuba dive, you know. And I believe that's where my cousins, my my dad's co- my mom's cousins took us to go scuba diving. Was in the Longo Channel, um, and hmm. yeah, it's just it's just a trip. <laughs> it's just a trip. Um, you know, it's it made me want to go back. It made me want to go back to the Philippines. Quite honestly, <laughs> they're like eating balut, you know, in one scene, and oh, yeah, you know, they're balut, eating yeah. durian in another scene, and It's just yeah, you was. Know, it's just the different reactions that happens with this guy. Um he has to deal with like ice cold showers from time to time. You know? I've been there, I've done that, right? It's freaking hot. You wanna take ice cold showers. <laughs> and um yeah, it's on freebie It's called Almost Paradise. And hey, watch it. See what you think. I like it. I always like you know, I was a big fan of burn nose, I was a big fan of leverage, so this is definitely up my alley. Uh, and um, yeah, there's two seasons. Um, so I hope they come out with new seasons because it's so good. Anyways, I think that's it for me. Pam, you have anything else? Yeah.
1: No, I'm just going to have to find the time. And it's going to be harder now since I'm going to be starting classes soon. But um, but yeah, if I ever have downtown, I should probably check out that freebie
0: yeah. show it's free if you got roku channel it's right there <laughs> it's it's a uh, roku box it's, it's right
1: not there. it's not the cost it's it's yeah. just the time. Finding the time to just sit down yeah. and watch stuff yeah
0: yeah so <laughs> it's it's a it's definitely a you know if you like bird notice you like leverage go ahead and watch this so i think you'll have a good time um yeah All that's right. it and i need to play this we are signing out for episode 42 my name is edwin again you can find me on not twitter not x instagram you can find me on instagram, instagram at diy edwin where i'm posting um, some of my ventures out in the wilderness um doing a lot of uh just exploring my surroundings and my state so you can take a look at that. Um, you can also find me, uh, if you want to email the show actually, you can email us at howhowhangouts@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Pam, where can they find you?
1: So my name is Pam. You can find me on Instagram at PandaCatDragon. Um, you can try reaching me out to Twitter, or X as it's now called. Although I don't really check that. I think I'm just gonna let that one die um at pandacatdragon dragon one um you could uh reach both of us on our facebook our facebook page called legend creators where uh information on this podcast and our other podcast dungeons dines and dorks um you could check those out um make sure to like comment subscribe and share if you like what you hear if you don't uh reach out reach out to us give Either us some suggestions through the socials <laughs> or through or or email
0: yeah that's right all right, all right. so um uh, that's it uh stay tuned for episode 43 coming up but in the meantime stay safe out there uh don't eat too much hollow hollow <laughs> um and uh yeah have uh, do something Filipino out there, uh, whether going to a restaurant or doing some cultural stuff. But in the meantime, we'll see you next time. Mabuhay! Ma- boom-